0: Hello.
1: Hello, Merlin. How are you? Good. Are you down there on the, uh, the show floor?
0: You mean, <clears throat> you're talking about the Apple event? Yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, I am. <laughs> Hello, Dan. I'm reporting live <laughs> from the show floor, and the scene here is pure pandemonium. But just moments until the big announcement, the carpeting, and the other flooring is currently upsettingly moist. Rumors of a 10-shigabyte iPhone with an edible battery and fancy bidet have induced a kind of temporary blind madness in over half the attendees. The Irish pop group U2 has been hung in a kind of birdcage over Eddie Q's moat. Talk of changes to relationships with developers is not permitted at all. Back to you, Dan.
1: (laughs) I I love this. I feel like I'm right there with you, Merlin. I feel like I'm right there.
0: (laughs) Ah, what you're hearing right now? Sorry, that was the sound of Eddie Q's teeth. (laughs) Gets a little overexcited from some of these events, and he's currently gacked out on Molly and Fruit Loops. Back to you, Dad. <laughs>
1: mm. You good? Everything's good, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm yeah, all right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I complain, but who'd listen? No. Uh, we are going to keep it uh, <clears throat> tight and bright. <clears throat> yeah, like, like a young sailor, uh-huh. uh, because we. We uh we uh, do have to go, you know, uh, you know, watch the watch and listen to the event, <clears throat> you know, so that that's in a little bit. So we're gonna keep it tight and bright today. I think we've got. I have uh, I have a recommendation. I think you have a topic today.
1: I have a topic. I do. And we, we
0: even have a sponsor. We we don't even need a reason. No, <clears throat> we don't. Yeah, yeah. My monitor is off balance a little. Bit. I just ugh, context is everything. Dan, <clears throat> how are you? Are you well? I'm sorry. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm now. I'm the one who's gacked out on Molly and Fruit Loops. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, I re, I mean, I
1: was thinking about this Apple thing, and you know, I mm. remember a time. Not, mm, here we doesn't go. feel like that long ago.
0: Do want to mix you up some, uh, some, some of that delicious Country Time lemonade you yeah, love? Yeah, you, know, <laughs>
1: you know, sitting out on the the front porch, <laughs> pig like that.
0: Uh-huh. You know, and. Yeah. I would like uh,
1: really look forward to the Apple event and like, what phone, what's it going to have? How's it going to look? Is it going to be completely redone? And, and usually it would be, and I'd like be like, oh, great. You know, am I going to line up for this one? Do I wait up <clears throat> yeah. until the middle of the night to order it? And now it's like, yeah, they might have a new camera or something. Um, yes. You yes. Know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I'm lonely and I'm bored and I feel like I'm going to die alone. <laughs> so uh, I think I think it's fun. I uh, Merlin twenty twenty one is trying not to yuck on people's yums, including my own, uh, and I, I think it's fun to watch. And uh, I, I I I theoretically agree with you in that I go into each one of these things going. Uh, here's the noise I make, or possibly or or like you know a noise. Kind of like that, and I think, ah, who cares? It's just a telephone. But then I do end up getting kind of excited, and um, I am, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm having one of those uh, periods right now where I don't know. It's always a real uh, Charles Dickens type situation, you know, with the best and worst of times. I have a lot of things that are very frustrating about technology in my life right now, mostly smart home stuff. But I'm also really enjoying. I've enjoyed the, the betas of everything. And uh, I'm very, uh, I'm excited, uh, you know, about what comes next. I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, what are you going to (laughs) do? Sorry, it's early here. Yeah, it is early. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, We haven't haven't talked about this since the last time we talked about this. What's your take on the... um, the not not doing it live on stage, you know, and having the the pre recorded stuff and the green screeny stuff, and like how, how do you how do you feel about going from uh, a big presentation with a black background to like you know people like drone shots and swooping cameras and yeah, um, how do you feel? <clears throat> Does Does glad, i'm glad i'm glad that you asked that, that oh, thank you I'm I'm, I'm I'm glad you're glad i thought
1: i've been thinking about that i was just thinking about that this morning and you know on the one hand one of the things that i always felt is especially back in the days when almost all of the shows that i did were about apple uh you know when when we had the talk mm-hmm. show and the marco show and it, the hypercritical going and then we would talk about it here and like it was all apple all the time when i was in that situation i always felt really um a little bit of the the um the left out feeling like i really wanted to be i really i had always wanted to be invited by apple oh to,
0: to to be in the room to when be it, in the room to so sit
1: there been... next to dalrymple <clears> throat> and throat> uh-huh, sure. you know just like you know get the popcorn out and watch right there and be there and be part of it and i was never important enough to be invited <laughs> don't and mind. Really? Oh. yeah
0: and don't mind. Um, well yeah. it's true it's true <laughs> I put it a little bit strongly but okay and uh and, i i doubt i doubt that there's an extremely long list called not important on which your name resides no i, I don't even think
1: that. i was on a list it's you that you didn't even
0: make it to the not important no list. i wasn't even oh, no, uh, no. Fourth runner-up, some guy with a podcast.
1: Right, and so that that part went away when they stopped doing like the big events events and everything else. But as far as like the way the event goes, what's interesting is it feels it feels so much more produced in a way, and it feels kind of a little bit less genuine. I don't like the drone stuff. I feel like it's overproduced. This is a this is a company that makes consumer electronics and some mm. software <clears throat> and i don't know i i have no problem with any of it of course i mean it's entertainment and it works it obviously works and it works really really well so good for them but i do like the i do like the old style i do mm-hmm. miss sure. the days of I especially mean, when steve was uh, out steve. there it was, it
0: was really exciting i yeah. mean yeah
1: and he knew I think, how to I think do he... it
0: I yeah. I'll tell you something,
1: Merlin. Steve Jobs on a stage by himself, Mm -hmm. just walking
0: around, without even more charisma is pinky than all of us punks put together. That's
1: what I was gonna say. It's like that to me. Steve Jobs on stage is way more interesting, exciting, and and just entertaining than everything that they're doing now. I'd rather have Steve Jobs on stage for five minutes. Unveiling a phone that the only change is that there's a better camera. Would than, they be doing
0: that with strings or an armature, or how, how would that uh, work? I, I'm, I'm they bring him back. I support to do this it. product. <laughs> yeah
1: like the yeah. deep no but i would i mean that to me was so much more entertaining and yeah, yeah i don't yeah. get into the personalities of the um the big folks at apple like i'm not like oh what's eddie gonna do what's he gonna do it's more like show me the cool he's gonna, stuff. he's
0: gonna sleep through it but yeah <laughs> i yeah I, I i hear what you're saying um it's you know I I had not been thinking about it very much uh, especially or uh, in particular this morning but I uh, one thing I uh, this is not a new observation uh, I'm not the first person to say this but uh, it's 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 always been kind of interesting to I think part of the fun of this bull honky. Of, of all the rumor stuff, like people love the rumor stuff, you know. And there's two, oh, yeah. there's two, uh, you know, Apple related websites that hilariously will have almost the identical post within minutes of each other because they got to like one up each other for like <clears throat> whatever Min-Chi quo is. Like he's he said a thing, and and um, it's also ugh, I don't know. It just it is it is kind of weird and gross. But I think part of the fun of that, the criminology, as we used to say, is, um it's sometimes difficult to know how Apple sees themselves. And we so frequently make these statements about, well, first of all, we make a statement about Apple as if it were this monolith. And uh, obviously it's not, although it certainly does seem to have some monolithic uh, aspects to it. But, you know, it's... Sometimes we feel like we can guess like oh apple Apple knows they've got a winner with this, and apple I don't know how they kept the lid on that, and Apple thinks this, and apple thinks that, but like nowadays it is it's uh it's pretty wild to think about stuff like i i'm I can't tell if Apple thinks they're pulling it off with this developer smokescreen stuff. There's so many things where you're like, does Apple know how this is coming across? does Apple know?" And I'm not even really even just specifically talking about optics uh, or, you know, just sort of the how people perceive what you're doing. I, I mean much more than that. Like, they sometimes seem to be pretty far off we we all make mistakes in guessing how something will go and how it'll be received. And that's yeah. totally normal, right? Sure. We, or or it's maybe it's, it seems a little like sort of tone deaf to people or whatever. The part that's so odd with Apple is they just keep doing it over and over for years. And it's like they have, they've had so many opportunities to realize how terrible this makes them look. And the fact that they, they obviously think their poop doesn't stink makes it seem even worse, <laughs> uh-huh. which is so odd because they're such smart people. And like, you know, there's just so many things right now. I, I'm certainly not gonna be the person who goes like, oh, you know, there's this gaff prone, you know, Apple in disarray story. No, no. It's just it's just more that there's been such an accumulation over this summer, especially, of things where you're like, man, you guys are so smart, but like, did did you really like I'm I'm not super bright, and maybe I have more time to think about it than you did, but like the CSAM thing You know, I think the conventional wisdom among uh, my my friends, the Jason Snells of the world is like, it was, you know, it was, there was an error in, you know, what kind of what they were doing and how it was going to be perceived. But the, the huge error is in communications and not doing a good job you know, with, with that stuff. So I don't know. I I do think it's interesting when you watch these, whether it's, you know, in the post Steve era, it's just, it's always so wild to me, like what they decide to spend time on what they don't and the kinds of things where you're like, I wonder if they're this thing that they keep doing, like the weird jazz breaks with really hyper edits. Like, is there one person who just somebody, is there a C level who just loves those Yes, and no one dares tell her or him that it seems kind of silly and a little played, totally. Because agree. every, but, you know, but you know, uh, tastes differ, and that's okay. But I do think that it's an interesting glimpse into what Apple thinks is cool, what what Apple, how how stuff looks to them, you know. Anyway, um, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. It's uh it's a snow day for nerds, you know. <laughs> T- title. Oh, oh, I'll take it, <laughs> Dan. Let's get to it. Tell me about something you like. We gotta we gotta get this is gonna be bright and tight. Yeah, it like is. A young um, sailor. Did I say uh, that already? I feel like I did.
1: No, you haven't is, said anything. His I. Name is Tom would love but, to tell you about Compiler. Compiler is an yeah. original podcast from Red Hat. You know the Red Hat guys. These are back oh, in the day. Of course. Let me this tell you. This is the year
0: of podcasts. Podcasts on the desktop.
1: Yes. Let me tell you a little about Red Hat. Back in the day, when I started using Linux, it was back in like the maybe early, mid-90s is when I got into that. And I, I had moved back at my university. Uh, we were using Sun OS, which is BSD Unix. And there, there was free BSD as a project, but you couldn't really run a Unix or a Unix-like operating system on your desktop, on your own computer, unless you had like an expensive sun spark workstation or you were lucky enough to like you know be one of the 10 people in the world that had an sgi you know you just you just didn't have the opportunity to do much with unix or linux or whatever and I, that's
0: so ironic you're telling me that even though the operating system is free as it everything the only way most people could run it was on, on very high-end software. Or back higher.
1: back in those days, back yeah, in the day, yeah, and well, Linux was like ridiculous. a new thing, and and there was a different you know flavors of Linux that were out there, and it was always such a struggle to get it working on your own hardware. There was no support. It, we did the internet wasn't like it is today, where you can just type in the error message that you're seeing, and you're gonna get a million answers on Stack Exchange or whatever. Like it, it didn't work like that, and then. All of a sudden, Red Hat came and said, you know what, we're going to make a release of Linux that actually, like, it's comprehensive, it makes sense, it bundles everything together, there's going to be documentation, there's going to be smart people working on this thing. And my introduction to Red Hat was as, like, the go-to distribution of Linux, it was finally like, yeah, like, this is something that, that people can actually use. On the desktop. Now, that's not what this is about. That's just a little background on my experience with Red Hat. I've always liked this company, but now they have a really cool podcast out. Like I said, it's called Compiler, and they talk about tech topics, big and small, and also strange. This is um, from the people who make command lines heroes. It's hosted by Angela Andrews and uh, and Brent Simoneau. I hope I'm saying. Brent's last name correctly. But this is the thing. They unravel industry topics. They look at trends. They look at things you've always wanted to know about tech. They do this through interviews with people who know it best. And you're going to hear tons of different perspectives from diverse communities that are behind the code. It's very, very cool. The first episode just came out on August 5th. So they're still new. It's a really, really great time to jump into this, uh, you know, I, I checked out one of their really cool episodes. It's called Should Managers Code? Like, that's a really good question because there's so many people who are in software development who are like, should I move into management? If I do, will I uh-huh. have to stop doing the thing that I really like? So it's it's really great. It, the URL for this is redhat.com slash compiler podcast uh that's the place to go for it you can listen to compiler on <clears throat> excuse me on apple Podcasts, any anywhere you listen to podcasts and there's going to be a link for it in the show notes uh so check this show out if you're a nerd like me and and this kind of thing is interesting it's a very very great show ranhat.com slash compiler podcast thanks very much to them for making this show possible
0: marlin man podcast. Uh, i don't know if i got it all <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, I, uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm a little coffee. <clears throat> I'm like an espresso. <laughs> uh, I only have... Uh, uh, Dan has a topic uh, for the class this week, and I just wanted to mention something in passing that came over my transom on uh, the bird site on the internet. Have you seen this thing called uh, Tracker Zapper? This uh, is one of those... Tracker uh,
1: Zapper. Like, no, I have not seen that one.
0: This is one of those one thing Well kind of things, Uh, and it's a a free as in, you know, uh, beer at least, thing that you can go and get off of GitHub. I should actually mention this person's name because... uh, Oh, uh, look at that. Rob Knight. Rob Knight. Rob Knight. um, Rob Knight has made something called Tracker Zapper. It does one thing well. Here's what it does. And and forgive me, I don't remember who I saw this via. It might have just been retweeted. But anyway... um, there's this annoying thing that happens where everybody wants to know what you're doing and where you've been, right? So when you're in doing things like clicking on a link somewhere, I know you all know this, but it, I like hearing my own voice. Uh, sometimes there'll be a lot of stuff appended to uh, – unnecessary from my point of view, stuff appended to the URL. Um, <clears throat> I guess sometimes it's necessary, but like my goodness, is there not an easier way for me to link to a series of things on Google Images without creating – like a William Faulkner length paragraph that's just one URL. <laughs> I mean Quentin Compson. I don't I I don't hate I don't hate trackers. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. Um and so what this does is it takes all it takes it has a pretty good sense of what what, what is junk and what is URL and it just clips off all the junk at the end of the URL that uh, you don't need. And I haven't played with it extensively, but <clears throat> if you go to the um the webpage for it they have a really uh, hilarious long uh, URL with lots of ampersands and equals and whatnot, and you can copy that and then see what the results are. I just wanted to share that because I like that. I find myself doing that, like, wanting to clean stuff up. It's not because I'm trying to screw the man, although if I can screw the man while I'm prettying something up, I mean, win-win, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't like having all that cruft in there, you know. I mean, Amazon luckily makes it easy where once you get to the ASIN, you can just select everything to the right and hit backspace, and it'll work fine. But um, anyway, uh, Tracker Zapper. I just wanted to mention it. I think it's good.
1: I have just installed this while you were describing that, and it's that easy. What What I want people to understand about this is Tracker Zapper. And I just just learned. I just installed. This is how easy this is. Shame on them for not sponsoring. I, while you were describing it, I went to the website, I downloaded it, I installed it. And I tested it all in that time. That's how fast you can do something like this. <clears throat> so what this does, you take that crazy URL. It's not like you have to run it through Tracker's app. So, it does it correct. automatically whenever if it's in your clipboard, it's automatically getting cleaned up w- without you doing anything to it. Is that clear? To can I we,
0: can. It's 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 yes, exactly right. You can toggle that,
1: but that's that. Whoa, it's not like yeah. you get it and you paste it. It's just. You just copy yes. a crazy URL, boom, it's done. It's done.
0: I, I wish that, uh, I guess I, I could see how that seems like a kind of a risky thing to do. Uh, maybe if you don't like the idea of your clipboard being you know manipulated in ways you may or may not know or may or may not understand. But uh, for example, there's like a, there's an okay, good app for Mac OS and iOS, and, and, it, and it does this, the what it does, it does okay. The way it does it is crazy frustrating. But you know, you know what it's like to have a podcast with John Syracusa where eventually you're going to Titlecase.com as much as he does, because hmm. you want to check the title case on something. Or you, or you like, there's all kinds of transformations that that I find extremely useful. Some of them are mostly built into the system. Like you know, you can make something all caps fairly easily. You can make something all lowercase fairly easily. But there is, uh, there are, we all have different tastes in what we consider title case. And it, you know, varies. And if you're in academia, like it matters. Like you've got to get that kind of stuff right. But it could also be that like you want to do the black lady clap thing and put claps between your words. Or it could be that you want to uh, put them in a phony baloney ASCII italics or whatever. And there's an app that does this, but it does it in the most annoying way which is like it doesn't really operate as a – it has a service, but it doesn't operate headless like a service. Brett Terpster has all these things he's made that do these amazing different sorts of things. And so along comes this app that I'm not going to name that does a similar thing, even more things, but it has to, like, launch the app. It's got to open up. You paste it in. You're doing all this stuff. And their idea of, like, handiness is like having favorites, Well, no, I I don't, what I I want is the ability to say, take what's in my pasteboard right now. And when I click, in this case, like say invoke a service, change it for me. I wish there was more stuff. See, I, I can already feel myself regretting saying this as I'm saying it, because I could see this being if too many things operated the way the tracker zapper does, it could get weird and a little bit sketchy. But I love stuff like this. I don't, this doesn't feel dangerous to me um famous last words <laughs> but i love it i would i would wish i wish there was more stuff like this it reminds me of the good old days dan mm-hmm. the good old days mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm a little coffee today i'm an espresso this is gonna be our shortest episode ever because i want to watch the apple event is that okay
1: yeah let's do that we can watch it oh oh hang on i mean you should know what? i come over um, to see it or do you want to
0: no no please don't okay um uh, no, um, a lot of times I'm just sitting around in my underwear cause it gets hot during the day sometimes, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I gotta really, I gotta really think about like, wait, how many windows do I want to, oh, huh? And do I want, like, is that a thing I should be doing, you know? Right. And, you know, like if I'm going to record ads, I really feel like I should be pantsless. It helps me really focus my chi uh-huh. and my, and my ad read. And, um... Uh, what I want to say, diga 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 do Uh, follow up. Um, hey, uh, I know this is gonna jinx it. I say this every time; it becomes like a double jinx. Uh, you know, knock on wood. Um, my nano leaves are still up.
1: I was gonna say, what's the, what's the status? And I feel this like is that like should be the we, third hit week. Really,
0: you know? I'm gonna say, it, man, the Scotch brand. Heavy, I don't know if it's heavy ass is the brand name. The heavy ass thirty pound mounting tape finally appears to have done the trick. Now, now what I should do as long as I'm in front of this a little bit, Mm -hmm. I should go and do the thing where you like you basically imagine making a fist. And with the Bruce Lee part of your fist, the the soft part at the bottom, Mm. you kind of do a circle on it. And that helps to like, that's how you mount it with whatever, even the BS mount they give you. Once it's on the wall, you go like that in a Mm -hmm. circle. (laughs) And that helps, hmm, that helps it adhere. Uh So I should probably go back, as I say, now that I'm in front of this a little bit, I should go and make sure it it adheres well. That doesn't have an adhering problem.
1: Adhesion, right? It's all
0: about adhesion. Adhesion. Yeah, I have an adhesion box, as I think I've mentioned here. Because you know, I, um, you know, I, uh, I think I, may, I might mention this uh, this podcast episode. This really got me thinking. We we're talking about Lulu Miller, you know, and how we categorize things, and and you know, the Dewey Decimal System is is really racist and classist and gross. Um, and uh, I, but I like to categorize and organize and organize which I need to do one day, but uh, conceptually. So I have a box, a box of adhesion, and all my adhesion things go in there. And if I need to break it in another box, I'll do it. Got to be careful because everything's adhering, you know? Yes. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I do. You might, might need to get an adhering aid. I'm going to keep coming back to that bit until I get a laugh, just so we're clear. From me? Well, I want to adhere you out. <clears throat> um, Dan, t- 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 Dan contacted me yesterday and I don't know why I said, Dan, uh, Dan, can we please, Like I, I call him by his first name cause we've known each other for a few years now. <coughs> and I said, uh, I says to him, I says, Hey, can we do a shorty because I want to go watch the Apple event on my computer mm-hmm. and, uh, and can we keep it bright and tight like a young sailor? And so uh, he, and I said, I don't really have any topics. And Dan told me he has a topic. Yeah. Dan wants to talk about, can I let, let the baby out of the balloon? Yeah. Dan wants to talk about time tracking. Yeah. Dan, what, what uh, has raised, uh, what, what has made you interested in time tracking, if, if I can ask?
1: <clears throat> sure, of course. Um, I've actually have to, for a project that I'm working on, I have to track time. Um, mm-hmm. and I have like, not like
0: billable hours type time.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have not had to do something like that <laughs> since, well, I mean, since my freelance days, really, and it's been a very long time. And so I was very curious to learn about what is currently out there, what's being used, what people are recommending. And you would have thought that there would be a simple solution to do the simple thing that I'm wanting to do. And I'll tell you what that is, uh, because as as usual with me, I'm not sure if Merlin over the last ten years of doing a show with me, if you've realized mm-hmm. that I I like things to be kind of simple, unitasking, straightforward, easy things, and I struggle to find those. I never find them, and then we do a show where I ask the listeners for help. They make a couple recommendations, and then the follow up six months later is I never found anything. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was expecting to happen in this case. And, and the, idea, I,
0: the idea here is, you're this is like uh, sounds like a, like a what we used to call a freelance project. But mm-hmm. you you're you get a certain amount of money to do a certain amount of work, and on some sort of a regular basis. I'm sorry to make this incredibly dim, but this does affect the kinds of things that we should talk about. The idea is on on some kind of a periodic basis you report back to your betters. And you say, okay, you're, I, you had a budget for this project of this much. Th- we spent this many hours, and some level of breakdown, I guess, about wh- how you've spent that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to. You need to. It's you keeping track. Why am I being so dim about this? Because there's a lot of reasons to track your time. A lot of the best reasons to track your time have to do with oneself, not with anybody else who needs to know how you spend your time. Most people I know who do time tracking right now are on their own, like, as in, like, I mean, like, my friend Alex is, who who was very kind and helpful, Alex Cox was helpful, and gave me some suggestions to talk to you about today, but uh, they uh, do it for, you know, uh, personal reasons, but then it's, like, how do you find that right balance of, like, this is, this thing is, as you say, Dan, it's uncomplicated enough to be something I sort of don't dread doing, it needs to have enough background help that I don't have to feed it, you know like a, I don't know, a sick insect and that it'll, it'll help me out a little bit and yet it won't be overwhelming and get in my way. There's so many different things to think about, right?
1: Yeah. And so one of the things that I've noticed when I was researching these different applications and a lot of the recommendations that I got, I get apparently a lot of freelancers (laughs) and independent type people follow me on Twitter, which is really cool. Uh, But one of the things that I noticed was that the recommendations that I got Mm -hmm. and the, the, what seems like the current trend in time tracking isn't the old school way, which is I spent 30 minutes doing this, enter it into a, an application. I spent another hour doing this thing, entered into an application, generate invoice like that's the old school way of doing it. The way that people seem to really like to do it now is using a system that kind of it does one of two things. Either it works like screen time. Uh, works the application that sort of like tells you, you spent four hours on Instagram this morning. Like, Oh, I did. Oh, no. So
0: sort of monitoring what you're doing and right. then you can, you can then kind of that. into Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can kind of say, well, when I was in Photoshop <laughs> for an hour, that was me doing design for company B, you know, like instead well, when of when you
0: saw one set of footprints, that's when that's, I, was that's you, I was carrying that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And <clears throat> so that's kind of the one way to do <laughs> Jesus, it. Jesus,
0: Listen, you're in every year's three months at this point and you're killing me
1: some some of these applications will actually ask you like what are you working on and it will assume that oh you typed in you were working on design for client b it's going to make an intelligent decision about what you were just doing in adobe photoshop so that's that's perfect that's cool but that's that's more for like somebody who's spending maybe their whole day
0: working on something or even better. You just need to time, you know, time, sorry. You need to track. Ultimately, how do we put this? Ultimately, it seems to me what you need to do. You're not doing this for personal reasons. You're doing this for professional reasons. Mm -hmm. The ultimate goal is to make sure that your client is satisfied, satisfied, or uh, you know, or you know, have be a client, like whomever you are working with, that they're satisfied with how the work is going, and that you are getting paid, and can show why you should be paid. Right? It's not yeah. something you don't want it running in the background all the time. No, doesn't to need to, you, to be like, because because the, here right. here is the
1: situation for me is that only a very small chunk of a given day is going to be spent tracking the. And the other thing is, I don't need to track what I am doing. I just need to track how much time I've spent. That's it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I'm, it doesn't matter if I'm (laughs) typing an email or on a Zoom call or, you know, reading over um, a white paper. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm doing something that I'm going to need to bill for that time. I just need to track the time. I don't need to show what I've done. I don't need to do any of that. And, and that is, makes the whole problem, I think very different from what a lot of the solutions are. I almost want to know like it does, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. So cause it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I only need to track the time. I don't need, and you know what? I've only got one client and I've only got one project and I'm only tracking the time. So it's this incredibly simple thing that yes, I could write down on a piece of paper at 1132 AM, I started doing this and I was done at 1148. And then I could just figure out the time and add it. But wouldn't it be nicer if there was like a little button in the menu bar that I could just tap Mm -hmm. that would start tracking it and then stop? Because here's the other thing. Not every Zoom call that I do is billable time because they're not all for this one client.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And not
1: every email that I send is billable time. And in fact, 95% of what I'm doing on a computer has nothing to do with this. And also, guess what? I might not be in front of the computer when I'm doing billable time. I might be reading an article, an article offline or being on a phone call while i'm driving that mm-hmm. i want to track the time so it's it's and it's all for one client and it's all for one thing so it's this incredibly simple it sounds like thing. it doesn't
0: need to be just to clarify something you've said three times now it does not need to be uh too granular in terms of down to the minute and it doesn't need to be too granular in terms of what it is that you did it's it, but 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 i assume it's something you will present to the client at some point or is this just for you to know the budget for hours no i'll that's definitely be
1: giving it to the client but i'll be, i won't be giving them a detailed breakdown of three you know 3 hours spent doing this right. 2 hours it'll just be 18 hours
0: right i i feel like um i don't know i'd like to th- give myself a pat on the back i think this proves the point there are so many different reasons to choose yes, to do this yes absolutely and and that's it matters a lot what it's for in one's mind. Um, but I just, I would like to make the case for, I, I think this kind of thing can be very valuable, even if you don't have to do it. Yeah. And you could choose to do it for lots of different things and really for lots of different reasons. Um, but I, I yeah, it's pretty wild. Like my background with this, I'm right now I'm on the, I'll put this in notes. I'm looking at uh, the website for Daytimer, which is a very popular brand of like <laughs> executive calendar back in the day. And I'm pleased to say it, it appears the design of their pages has not changed since the early nineties, which is great. I mean, this is what I used to track time when I worked for people who worked for lawyers. Is that the one that has the B logo on it? <clears throat> I or don't am I thinking of a different one. Think, I don't okay. think so. This has like a clock and a little handle. Oh, and, okay. Okay. Um, it's, um, but what was great about this is, I mean, it's apropos of nothing, uh, except that this does matter. It matters why you're doing this and and how you'll know if it's gone well. And so we had sort of standards about this. So real quick, I would do my work during uh, during the day, and I had the kind of weird job where I was maybe 75% working, doing billable work for clients. <laughs> and the, the funny kind of like um, – I don't know what you'd call it legal money not legal money laundering because it's not well it's not really about legality and it wasn't really money laundering but the way that it worked is we worked we worked mostly prepping expert witnesses <clears throat> so our company was charging $50 an hour for what I was doing the people at my level and then that basically got folded into so basically you um you divide their um Divide that by, I guess, would it be six? But they were making three hundred an hour, so basically, they'd kind of turn it into their hours. And it was, it was a really fecocked system. But we did need a way to show our client the expert witness, and then that person was going to—they were on their own then to defend that to the giant company. But but we had rules. The it's not NAM, and so for <laughs> example, you do it down to every fifteen minutes, right? And uh, and so you'd write down. Uh, I mean, it sounds so obvious, but this was such a good habit for me. Name of the client, and because the clients had multiple projects under them most of the time, we had a four, usually, God, we were small enough back then to have a four-letter code for each job, if you like. And so you would know, like each week, here's here's the codes for all your jobs. And so, but it was really handy to just have this little live, flat, spiral-bound calendar on my desk, Right. And each time I'd start working, I would draw usually with a pencil. I'd draw horizontal. I still do stuff like this today. Draw a line horizontally and write the four digit, four letter code for the company and like what I was working on. You know, preparing um, uh, graphics for courtroom exhibits, um, summarizing a deposition, like whatever it was that I was doing. And then, um, I don't know. This sounds like extra effort, but I kind of didn't mind it. Every Friday morning, you go through your calendar. And they would, you, they would buy you whatever calendar you wanted, whatever would help you keep good time. You do that, and then you just go and you would go into, oh God, what was it called? Timesheets. That was, I think, timesheets was the name mm. of this program. It's, I mean, it's what ne- an original name. <clears throat> it was this network. It worked over our, you know, Apple Talk. Later, you know, I guess Ethernet. I mean, anyway, worked over the network. And don't you miss you the days it.
1: when you could just name an application the thing that it does. You could just. Oh, this is a time oh, tracker. Absolutely. We'll just call it time tracker. Like it's and now
0: today fine. you got you to gotta put a, you gotta put a, a fake you know, Unicode character in there. If you want <laughs> something called calendar. Right. Calendar. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, I kind of, I found that sort of, on the one hand, both meditative and um, it would cause some, not soul searching, but some, some sort of critical reflection upon myself. Because I had an idea in mind. I, I was not looking at how many billable hours I had each day. And I, I certainly looked at how many billable hours I had each year. But in between, four times a month, I got to kind of go, oh, that seems about right, or that seems off, or do they realize, do I, do I want to escalate this with my boss? And part of the beauty of that was, I thought, was every week or so I got this opportunity to sort of like enter all that in, put in the codes, do all the things. Anyway, that's how I used to do it, and I think I got pretty good at it. But now today you have so many options. Something I used to use... And when I say I used to like it, well, it's th- not that I dislike it now. It's just I don't use it anymore. It was something called Rescue Time, which has apparently come a long way since I used it. Rescue Time was the, the first app I knew of of its kind that would just monitor your Mac, like what you're doing, mm-hmm. what page you're on, what app is open. And I think you could even get down to the level of f- what folder is this in, what title is this. So you could get some cues for what you're doing, but... That's such a long – and then, of course, the, the one that Alex recommended to me is Timery, uh, which works with a service called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. And I know right, a lot I of the – Right. I saw that one. The podcast nerds love this stuff. It's I, – I, I, I don't want to sound negative about it because I didn't play with it for very long. But I – it took about 15 minutes for me to go, this is a lot. Heavier than anything I would Mm. need, but I see why people like it. And Alex was able to send me these, like, just like real quick bam, bam, bam. The same way I can look at my sleep report about how well I slept last night or this week or this month. Mm -hmm. They're able to pull up like a summary of, like, here's my mental health time, here's my podcast time, here's my this time. And it's like, oh, I could definitely see the value of this. But the artfulness in life is finding something that's, you know, sort of in between. Um, How often do you report back on hours?
1: I think it would be like, Bi-weekly, monthly.
0: Okay. So, but you want, you do like the idea, you're trying to really hit a bullseye here, which is that, like, it sounds like you don't want to do paper, which would, I, I think, actually be a pretty good way to handle this. You could use something like Solver. You certainly could use something like um, Google Sheets or Numbers or Excel. Mm. But you, you're looking more for something where, like, you tap a button and then tap the button again. When you tap it, it turns green. You tap it again, it turns red, and that remembers Dan was working on project. Kind of, kind of like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. exactly. I mean, that would be the ideal. Is that I'm sitting so there? What, and it's do, like, what
0: have you been doing so far? What are you doing so far?
1: Uh, writing it, writing it down, um, do you or, hate that? or just going off of my calendar and doing it um, and putting things Ooh. on the calendar. One of the applications is Clockify. I think that's I'll what it's called. It I think it's <laughs> Clockify.me. I sh- it should have put it. Yeah, I did put it into the show notes oh, and great. it says the most popular free time tracker for te- teams, T E A. Oh, you mean like Slack? S. And it says the messaging, time- app, the messaging app for teens for teens. And it says that it is a time tracker. I, th- I should get a special
0: parking space, Dan, <laughs> if I drove. Cause I-, I think I'm not, I don't mean to be able to about myself or steal valor from myself if I'm being honest, but I think I might have a genuine problem with words.
1: No, you don't. You're fine. Mm. So feel this good to me. Clockify this says that the most it, it lets you free time track teams. work okay. hours across projects. And again, stuff that I don't need, but it's fine. So there can be like you can make a a a project and that can be attached to a client. Um and then it does have a little there is a little app and the app does go into the menu bar and you can click it to start something. Um it it does require a few more clicks, but it's not like a big deal to do that. But what's mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. kind of neat is that it has a calendar integration uh, so mm. that you can say, look at this calendar and just automatically make whatever I put on this calendar into a billable event. So, for example, if I know that I'm going to have you know, a, an hour-long Zoom call, uh, then I can put it on my calendar, and Clockify will pull the data from the calendar and automatically add it as an hour-long billable event that happened. But what it can't do is, let's say that that thing didn't happen.
0: It can't... It can't, it can't wait, so wait, it can take an event and put it on your calendar, or it takes an event on your calendar... And turns it into a billable
1: thing. The, the latter of those two. It takes an event that okay. you put on your calendar oh, and turns it into a billable thing. But if you later delete it from your calendar, it doesn't necessarily pull it from the billable hours. If the thing doesn't happen, uh, it wouldn't, doesn't know to take it off. If you wind up going longer, you would have to manually go in and add the extra time. So it's like it's not perfect, but it's okay. Uh, and that's kind of an interesting thing that I've been thinking about experimenting with. But again, like the thing that I want is kind of simple. So, like honestly, what I've been doing is I've <laughs> I've just been starting a timer on my phone where I'll, oh, when boy. I start to do something, I'll just hit it does start
0: pretty fast. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so that's not like ideal, but it's what I'm doing. And uh, like there are I what was what's the application that um. That Craig over at Icon Factory came up with that you could just tap a little thing and it just it like starts a thing. Oh
0: yeah, you know yeah the count he has a count is it? Well no wait I'm confusing it with Greg's app tally. But maybe um, that's it. I think I think uh, Agile Tortoise has a counter app. I want to say called Tally, but I'm not sure. But yeah, Maybe yeah, that's just what like, I'm thinking of. It's the kind of thing you just hold in your hand, like a little clicker, the click, click, click. How many people walked in? Kind of clicker. Yeah, just something. I've seen, just a, like I've seen that. a few of those. I love stuff like that. Like James Thompson has like the most over wonderfully over engineered. DD dice throwing app ever Mm, i love mm -hmm. that i love these kinds of things um it it can really make your life better there's a day when you need stuff like this and you're so glad it's there
1: this is the app that i was thinking of it's a craig hockenberry did do it Uh and it's it's just what you just said it's a yeah it's a counting app it's just to Mm -hmm. count and you just tap the little face of your watch and it's a plus and you just you're counting something like that's almost what i want like i hit a button it starts it and it stops it and it says today you did you know three hours on this thing, whatever it was, you want to enter it. You know, Clockify also but, but does like, like
0: the part I'm, the part I'm hanging up on mm. is the, and this is why this is where the, the, uh, the digital part does or does not come in is like, okay, just to reverse engineer this, you want to end with a project that everybody's happy with and you got paid, they got value. And to get to that, you need to report to them this many hours of your budget. I assume it's just of working against a budget of so many dollar hours. Right. But you need to turn in something. And so you're saying like every couple weeks, is it pretty informal? Is it like you send an email? Are you using one of the uh, invoice apps? You don't have to say names. But like how how formal is the way you're reporting? Because it sounds like it's pretty informal. It sounds like it's really basically at the level of uh, an every other week email.
1: Yeah, that's about it. That's did about they, it. Every okay. other week email type thing. I did eight hours. Whew, I, I did 12 be so hours.
0: I would so tempted to just write it down.
1: Yeah. I sling. mean, that's what I'm doing. De- but what if it starts to get more complicated? What if they do want other things? You can th- always you know? change
0: it. You can always change it later. There's not, I don't think, okay, so let me, let me put it this way. If you're me, or you're Alex Cox, and your your interest is in finding out how good you are at guessing how you spend your day, or how or how your day spends you. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Then having that stuff running all the time and the electronic stuff and all that stuff is great. And I'm, you know, there's all kinds of ways. Even in stuff like Home Assistant, there's stuff where you can sort of aggregate information in interesting ways. You know, that's I know that freaks us out when it's a big company doing that, but when you can do that yourself, like I've always said for years, that's the dream: mm-hmm. is being able to say like, oh you know, when it's, you know, when it's cold outside, I gain weight or like when I don't walk, I gain weight (laughs) or whatever. I eat more calories, I gain weight. Like whatever that is, that kind of like ambient reporting, what Alex and I uh, on Dubai Friday tend to talk of as um, ambient computing with stuff that's just happening and tracking stuff. There's that. And I, I do think that's valuable. But in your case, you sound like you're very much not interested in stuff like that, mostly. And I'm just not sure how – I'm not trying to yuck on your yum. I'm just not sure how much benefit there is to you over overthinking or overengineering it at this point. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me, like, if I were going to overengineer and overthink this, it would be very much focused on – to begin with, it would have to be like, okay, give me a system that's not going to get in my way. And give me a system that's, like – it doesn't have to be minimally viable, but, like, give me, like, what I need to do this thing – But the most important thing is make it easy. If I need to scale this up, make it easy. Let's say you get three, three clients instead of like things go great. You get five clients instead of one. Well, in that instance, it seems to me now anything that's more than one is a lot in life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really. Yeah.
0: There's zero and there's one and then there's a lot. Uh And (laughs) and and at that point, you probably do because you're gonna have different needs and maybe different times. And this is where getting into something like an invoice app there's a there's a, a couple apps that have advertised on here um i don't want to name names but both of which i actually really like and it was not until honestly i swear to christ a couple months ago that i canceled the one that i've had forever because i just don't i don't issue invoices anymore and i start to feel weird and guilty about even the small amounts of money that just runs every month mm-hmm. but what's interesting is i think those apps and i do let their services if you like um i thought those were great I mean, the one that starts with an F and ends with an Ooks is so good. They've been, they were so so easy to work with, but I never, has built in time tracking and I never used it. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I think of, I can see how, especially if you do a lot of freelance work, you want time tracking and invoicing to be related. Like it does seem sort of nuts to open a template from Microsoft word if there's a place where you can just convert right. your previous efforts and time and attention. Right. Interest. Into uh, creating the document that you ultimately need. What, what do you think you'll? Uh, we got a ghost in for Tim. What do you? Um, what are you gonna try? This timer and toggle stuff looks heavy for what you need. Yeah, I it's thought so thing.
1: too. After I saw that you had added that one into the show notes, and I took a look at it right before the show, and it, it like, might
0: be what you need. I it mean, might it be, be. I mean, it's because you don't have to use all this stuff, right?
1: And that's yeah. the thing that I really like. It's like you, if if you have something where it doesn't impose a very opinionated way of working, but just provides the features for you there. And if you, Hey, you want to use this thing, you can use it. You don't want to use it. You don't have to. And that's kind of the way that that app seemed to work Mm -hmm. for me, but it, it connects, does it connect to a backend service um, that's like hosted somewhere? Is that how that,
0: I spent just enough time, Dan yesterday, I spent just enough time on this to be dangerous. Uh Like when you told me about it, um, of course I I bugged Alex immediately and said, Hey, I know you do this stuff because Alex is forever doing stuff like, Oh, you know, we have, we have a fair number of weeks where, where they and I record for three hours. Mm. We release, like, two hours, but, like, it's, it's, it's become this thing where we get going, and, uh, and sometimes they will post that on Twitter, and I'll say, oh, yeah, you're tracking these things, I see. Um, so I signed up for Toggle, and I I've tried a trial of at least timery. Re- yeah, I basically signed up for a year that I can cancel. And I was immediately overwhelmed, not because it's bad. Also, can I just say kudos, all of their examples. You know, the like way John John Syracuse does uh, whatever, his, uh, his like manga movies or whatever, yes, when yes. he does his things. This is all uh, Parks and Rec references, which oh. makes me very happy. <laughs> uh, waffles at JJ's, Lunch with Anne. See, that's fun. That makes me happy. Um, so I learned just enough to be dangerous. It's my understanding that, you know what it reminds me of a little bit is don't yell at me. Remember the milk? Oh, yes, yes. Come in with the Milk, come in with the Milk. Yes. Um, And remember, the Milk uh, was an app, but also the the beauty part was it had an API that you could use for different things. And I do believe Toggle is a thing, a service. It's like an app, and it's a service, and it's an API. And I can't quite figure it out, so I shouldn't say, but my understanding is Timery can be used on its own or in conjunction with Toggle. Mm, And my understanding, if I'm getting this right, and I may not be, I apologize, but is that Toggle is something that like you could use like for a whole company and because it's got an API, you could develop around it and that it can be potentially sort of everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's pretty useful. And I mean, that that would kind of be nice to say, oh, you know, I've got a. you know, do this task. I'm not in front of a computer. I can run it huh? on my iPhone, and it's going to sync back up to the service. As so long as it's see. easy
0: to turn off, like if it has a widget or something. I I mentioned earlier. I've been I continue to have intermittent struggles with my smart home stuff. Hmm. In particular, something slid off the toilet with Hue. I don't know what is happening with Hue, but like stuff just keeps. I it's really crazy frustrating. Long story short, it's become somewhat independent, undependable. To use your voice to do stuff. And it's really frustrating. I mean, and then of course, sometimes the switches stop working. And that's, as you can imagine, that is a family no likey when that happens. Yeah. I got to start everything up again. I got to resync. I got to push it over to HomeKit, hope it all works. But it's funny though, because I guess I didn't realize how relatively well things were working for a while because I've gone from being pretty confident that I can just keep yelling until something happens It's mm-hmm. being less confident. Mm. And now I hate it. No. I hate it. I hate it. No, no, I don't, I'll fix it and I'll get it going eventually. I mean, it's computer stuff. It's gotta be fixable, but I just have not, every time I try to dedicate the time to it, I think I'm done. And they put me back in a couple, three days later, <laughs> I get the, the kid coming in at eight o'clock going like, why can't I turn my lights off? Uh-huh. Et cetera. And that's, but that creates a certain kind of crisis.
1: It's a distrust. It creates distrust.
0: Yeah. Like having to, like, for example, like the the most dependable way, sort of agnostic of location is just open my phone. You know, another thing, another thing I think might be happening just for what it's worth is I think given that my office and my house are so close, I think it gets confused and it interprets things the wrong way thinking i'm talking about my office when i'm at the house etc which is understandable but i feel like i I should be able to say like when you're on like when i'm on this access point like or you know this sorry this wi-fi network like yeah i'm at home like figure it out right like how could you
1: possibly not be at home if you're on that wi-fi network
0: Well, exactly. And that's why control plane is so great. And to me, such a model for how to do this stuff. But I only mention here because like, uh, you know, I've been uh, Johnny home automation for a while, and it's all been pretty copacetic. But now that I've had this little crisis of trust, I found myself doubting myself and overthinking it a little bit. And like, for me, like, I would drive myself nuts trying to remember, did I turn on a timer? Did I turn off a timer? Not even in an OCD way, just in a like, oh God, I was on my laptop earlier. That's running. I guess that can all be networked and dealt with. But this really, like just for me, and I'm I'm not proselytizing, but for me, this is very much a sheet of paper or index card kind of thing. Okay. Because, uh, be, well, no, 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 just me. This is, I'm not saying for you. No, no, but for me, I mean, I, I, you, you know about I this i like Well, no, no. But I like the idea of like, I mean, an index card can certainly travel with you. It's, yeah. it's very, it's, it's inexpensive. It's lightweight. It's very portable. And anytime you know exactly there's one and only one place to do this. Right. Um, hey, can I wrap with something I might've mentioned before, yeah. but I want to mention again? Yes. I'll try to find this for notes, but I don't know. This was so instructive. Who was it? It was John, John, shoot, uh, the tech guy with the really good blog. I'll find it for notes. Forgive me, John. I think it was John. Did I mention this to you? This is a fellow who, like a lot of us, you're getting older and you got to have glasses. And he started driving himself nuts because he um, kept losing his reading glasses. You know, and you, you, with reading glasses, they're basically just you know magnifying glasses with sticks on them. Mm-hmm. But you know, they they help you to read. And but he drove himself crazy. So he had the bright idea of he was you know mislaying them, like not sure where I put them. So he had the brilliant idea of going to uh, Sam's or uh, uh, Costco or similar and, like, buying a, a multi-pack, Little Dallas multi-pack. Mul- like, multi-pack. five Little Dallas multi-pack. Getting, like, five of these or ten of these. Because I think he needed them in two different magnifications. So he had this embarrassment of riches. Dan, I've done the same thing. Be- get the stuff around my house that just disappears, yeah. starting with the scissors and the scotch tape, historically. <laughs> but he, but he, uh, he went out and he bought a bunch of pairs of these glasses and you can guess what happened, which is that suddenly the opposite effect happened. It used to be he had one pair of glasses to keep track of, and he really had to keep track of it. And now it's like me with my Gerber utility knives. Now I I, I now I have more to lose. Uh-huh. I have, <laughs> right? So now that he's lost the scarcity of having the one pair of glasses in this magnification, he realized, I guess, that he'd become unconsciously kind of careless about it. And- and he ended up with a worse problem than he began with because oh, of that um, that that plenty right. Whatever the opposite of scarcity is, yeah. that plenty. Yeah. And so, like, I do feel like sometimes having a million different ways to do something in a million different places and a million different options. And I'm exaggerating here. I invented hyperbole. Um, the that, that that can be bad. Like sometimes it's really useful to know. I, I'll have days sometimes where I'm like, it feels like a notebook day. Today's going to be a day where like a real weirdo, I walk around with index cards or a notebook because I want one and only one place. I'm feeling a little bit spread, a little bit thin, got a lot going on, or I feel like I've got a lot going on. Yeah. And one way to center myself with that is to grab a pile of index cards or a physical notebook, and that's the only place stuff goes. You don't yell into the air. You don't write it on the calendar. It all goes just in that notebook. And that constraint that you give yourself can be oddly freeing mm-hmm. and I think really strangely helpful. Hmm. Very nice. Forgot his name. I have to go back and find all the places I said that I'd find things for notes. Will you report back? Uh, give yourself a note and report back on uh, how it goes.
1: I definitely will do that, and I'm going to try the uh, the method that you've suggested.
0: The method mm-hmm. the 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 note card method. I mm-hmm. call no, it
1: the note card method.
0: I'm going to make a, so you say you'll put it into a cold oven. Yep. Put your index cards in. That's right. And um, I'll see you on the other side. Uh, all right. Let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.